And I know, like, it's important to, like, follow your dreams or whatever. But, like, all these motivators who tell, like, a crowd of people to, like, follow their dreams is, like, they do that knowing that there's, like, gonna be, like, 1% of those people succeed. And to be honest, like... Well, the reason the only 1% of those people succeed is because only, in my opinion, only those 1% of people actually have, like, they're not lazy and they'll actually go out and do yeah. like, what they actually want to do, right? Yeah, so, to be honest, like, until I find, like, my footing and until I'm certain that I'm that capable 1%, I'm not, I'm still, like, in the air about, like, my true direction. You know what I mean? Like... Welcome everyone to the Live and Learn podcast, where we dive deep into the journey of life. I'm Leon and I'm here with your co-hosts, Max and Edward, sharing our experiences as we navigate life together. Max, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey everyone, uh, my name is Max. I'm a second year here at Western University, Ontario. Um, I'm a med sci major, uh, specifically biochem and genetics. Um, and I'm from Calgary, Alberta, and so is Leon. Hey guys, I'm Edward and I'm the technical manager for the Live and Learn podcast. I'm in second year as well here at Western University studying computer science and I'm from Oakville, Ontario. So like Max said, I'm uh, from Calgary, Alberta and I'm a third year student at Western University and I'm doing a double major in MedSci and Psych. So this is my first experience with podcasts. Um, uh, I haven't done anything like this before in high school or anything. I, I know some people do that as your projects, and I do listen to a few podcasts on the side. Leah, do you listen to podcasts? Yeah, I listen to quite a few podcasts. I like to listen to like stuff like Andrew Huberman, so I'm quite nerdy, but I also like to listen to horror story podcasts, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, at least you admit it. All right, what about you, Edward? Listen to some Joe Rogan here and there. <laughs> um, just I like to get my news from podcasts as well, so there's that. I've never actually been on a podcast before, so this is a first for me as well. Yeah, uh, relatable to the the latter part, but the first part, you're actually delusional. Anyways, uh, for me, I think po- my, my podcasts are more like dumb, fun things because um, I feel like my life has enough academia and, and work in it anyways that I don't need to supplement that with my podcasts. So I listen to just like podcasts about media I like, like TV shows, um, games, anime, and it's just some comedy podcasts. My favorites are uh, Trash Taste and Comtown. It's my two favorite podcasts. <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? That's the name of the podcast. It's great. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. All right. I'm getting clowned on already, even though I have better taste than these two. But um, what do you, what do you like podcasts, Leon? I already explained why I like mine. It's just like, uh, it's just something to put on for me when I'm doing work. So I don't like it to be too like, too. I don't work. I don't like it to require too much mental faculty to focus on because I'm already doing something else. And that's my general attitude towards, like, podcasts and life anyways. So, what about you, Leon? Well, I usually listen to podcasts just for information, right? So, like, before I was, I'm, like, really just in science and stuff. So, I just listen to my podcast for, like, information and, you know, just a little bit of entertainment here and there. Like, if I don't have music I want to listen to, I can always just put on, like, a nice horror story. So, that's like good. That. But who listens to podcasts like Come Town, man? Dude, Come Town <laughs> is hilarious. You need to check it out after this. I'll, I'll link you here. What about you, Edward? Um, for me, I don't. I don't listen to podcasts too often, but I think I think it's just good to have when you don't have any good music to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this guy's got nothing going on up there, but uh, I think it circles back to a, a very important core topic about uh, motivation in this podcast. Um, I I like to think that I keep my personal interests and my uh, work stuff like separate. Um, sure, there are some people who can find passion in their stuff, and I do think that um, science and that 
uh, avenue of life is interesting, and that's why I'm down there. But, um, you know, I, I need a creative outlet. <laughs> uh, I, I would describe myself as pretty creative, and it gets boring sometimes. Um, but I, I do take interest in what I do. Uh, what about you, Leon? Yeah, but, like, you know, I always feel like there's a better way to just have a creative outlet. Like, you know, you can, like, draw and do all I that do other draw. stuff. Yeah, I know you draw, but, like, just listen to the podcast. I feel like podcasts are more, like, information. Yeah, but stuff. honestly, I, I don't know why I brought that up, because podcasts are more, like, a dumb, fun thing. But I like to saturate my life with more stuff that interests me, because um, there's the other half that I do out of uh, a more... I'd say, like, my personal interests and my, uh, my work interests, like, are two separate things. That's just, that's just how I perceive life. That's just how I go about it. Um, and, like, all that stuff about, like, finding passion in your job is very important. But I feel like no matter which stream of life I'm going down, I don't think I'll ever be, like, completely absorbed in my, in my work. Um, and I don't know, like, I understand for other people it's different, but that's just how, you know, this is how I go. You know, that's, that's where that's where you and I are different, man. Like, I feel like because you want to really keep your work and life separate, that's, like, good and all. But, like, like again, like, I don't think, like, by that you're going to ever have to, like, you're ever going to have, like, true... Well, like, to a degree, right? Like, obviously, um, too much of, like, too, like, the extremes of each of both sides of this argument are both bad. But I feel like there's important reasons we need to bring up for my, for both defenses. For me, like, primarily, it's, like, a, like, genuinely, it's, like, a mental health thing, like, um, I, I require like a certain amount of personal space in just how I go about like my day, you know, like I devote certain percentages of things of my, of my time to, uh, school, personal interests, friends, family. But, um, I like, like to keep my work very separate. That's, that's just how uh, I perceive things. And like I mentioned before, I'm quite a creative guy, honestly. Um, I have a lot of uh, hobbies and interests that are like I actually have a, like I'm the token ADHD guy who can't settle on a hobby so I do a, a, like a lot of stuff um well I, I like sports drawing um I write in my spare time uh just like and, and uh music too I, I I love playing uh piano and, and drums really you I, play piano yeah I told you this oh, well I actually play piano I, I was a drummer first but I like playing the the, the mallets so much that mm -hmm. I like just pick up piano yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. like I, I play piano, and I, I like I think, honestly, I'm I'm much less of a interesting guy than yeah. Max is because all I do is <laughs> hey, don't I just say that. You're, you're you're my homie, man. Yeah, fair enough. But like, dude, all I do is lift, and you know, I haven't played piano in a while. But yeah, um, well, I lift too. But like for me, it's more like uh, uh, lifting is just like one of my other hobbies, and I do take it seriously. Like yeah, me, all, all three of us are big gym bros here, and it, it does tie a lot to motivation. But I'll circle back to that in a second. Um. I feel a lot of people, like, Leon, did you take uh, piano lessons? Yeah, my parents actually made me take piano lessons. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the case for a lot of people, um, especially, uh, like, Asians, East Asians. It's just within our culture to... Yeah, but, like, I actually, had, like, I actually ended up enjoying, like, actually oh, really? enjoying piano. Oh, that, like, that's good. Yeah, I, I, feel like, I feel like that's kind of rare because what, what I... Well, from what I see, like, in a, as a trend uh, in people I talk to is those people who are, like, really good at piano, like, level 10... What's that called again? AC... ARCT, like, uh, like yeah, ARCT yeah. plus, well, yeah, yeah, most people like above the level eight, um, kind of hate playing piano because like, 
it, it's been something that's like forced onto them and they were never like able to develop their own interest in it especially music theory music theory sucks yeah music and, theory theory yeah, like the yeah. worst by the way oh did you just take piano Edward? I, I did piano like five ten years ago I think I think I, I stopped like grade eight Grade six, maybe? Grade six. Yeah. Grade six dropout. Anyways. Dude, I know. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm a dropout too, but I'm dropout level like year two. Like I, I stopped because uh, we moved and we couldn't find a new piano tutor. And uh, we were moving from the States uh, back in a time when my parents were not in the best financial situation. Um, so I kind of just stopped doing that, but I actually picked it up later in life because... <laughs> It's like, a good emotional outlet, man. Like I really yeah, like yeah, it. Like, I, like I quit in grade nine, but like like I I mean I quit in level nine for piano. Yeah. But level yeah. nine is pretty good. I mean I'm I'm okay at it. Like I did my level eight exam, and then after that, like you know, I had to go to university. Everything. Yeah, I understand. Happens, it's yeah. it's not a sustainable hobby after a certain point. Like I think it's I think thing. like because I like what you said about it being forced on you. That was kind of me when I was like really young, right? So I, yeah. I absolutely hated it. And I think I got up to like level 10 and then I just like, I I did not want to do it, but I was like dedicating so much time. But like, I think in the recent years, I've actually been wanting to get back into it now. You should totally pursue it if you want. Yeah. It's kind of like a regret for me that I stopped, but at the same time, it's because like it was so pushed onto me. Okay. I I want to talk about like what you meant, said about regrets, because, um, like I, I regret that I wasn't able to take those lessons, but like hindsight is 2020. And I feel like it, I feel like it's better for me now that I didn't take lessons and i developed the passion myself and i can play this like i can play like level eight pieces and i taught myself like that's actually, impressive man i didn't teach myself rather like my friends who play piano they like taught me all the method and stuff and i just played like literal like just like songs they like like anime pieces that's how you keep it interesting yeah that's a, yeah that's, that's that's how i kept myself interesting you know like it's a good <laughs> emotional outlet for me because like whenever like i'm feeling sad or like frustrated or something i just go and bang out an anime piece or whatever <laughs> and, you know yeah for me it's more like it's more just like a hobby but it's a it's a nice outlet and um I feel like it was better for me to like develop a natural interest because I want, I feel like I have the, I have the drive to get better, but not the tools, but like those guys who are like at that level have the tools, but like not the passion, but there there are exceptions. Like there are people who are like really good and like being really good. Well, I feel like if you have the, if you have the drive to get better, you can just do anything, right? Look at Bill Gates or something, you know? So yeah. Like didn't Bill Gates like literally sold like laptops and, and, uh, desktops like out of his garage didn't he when he first started like that that's cool like i respect that well i don't mean it like that because like <clears throat> like his family obviously had like money and stuff but like you know back because that's this is when back when like computers didn't even like exist like, like that you know so it, it was a cutting edge yeah so like i think like with like along like obviously you have to have like some sort of like talent be smart but like if you have like the passion to do anything if the drive to do it like you can, you can just do whatever you want yeah but I, I feel like there's a certain like category of um interests that it's like not applicable um to like real words so, like, like, you know what i mean like like let's say you have an interest in film like um the the steps of taking to like becoming a director or like a writer it's just like sacrificing a lot more of what could be like something else you know what i mean yeah but if you really like it then like i don't see why like there's a problem because you make it part of your life right so that's again that's where like i think yeah, you and i, I, I guess that's fair yeah so i don't know I, I i'm more of like a jack of all trades yeah you know i mean yeah that's like i feel like that's pretty good like that's what i want to be too but like you know there's like a certain level where you just want like there's something that you you know there's something that you really want in life Leon, you know jack of all trades means you're also a master of none right that's why i brought that up it means i don't have like it means like you don't no, have a specific like, focus but you have a lot of interests no but i mean like you like i mean like you want to start out like obviously start out as like a jack of all trades and then like as soon as you like when you get interested in something maybe just like start to yeah like, but what yeah. I, like what i'm also saying is that like 
being a jack of all trades kind of sucks because there are you, you come upon interests that just like can't be developed further like there, there is no like avenue for it or it's like very restrictive you know like like let's say like i had a lot of friends in high school who were really into like music production right and there's like there's like two there's like a there's like a very binary system for this there's a very thick line between like the over there and like the over here for like music producers you can either like go work with a work with a label and like a famous like famous celebrity musician like like for like kanye or something right or you just like become like a music teacher <laughs> like like where do you where do you go if you're like want to do music production you know what i mean like yeah that's true like obviously there are certain areas yeah, but like you know, an but, example by the way yeah but like yeah but like obviously like but everyone like everyone has to grind at some point right you can't just go like straight up yeah. unless you're like very very talented you can't like for normal people like you and me like you have to like work for it but but don't you think that it's okay if if that's true then don't you think it's just okay if certain things just remain a hobby and like i feel like this is why i have developed like the stance of uh my interest and my work being separate because there are like there is just like a division between these things that's just like undeniable like well like there's a division between like success and interest that's just like unsurmountable i feel like at a certain point unless by like some crazy odds and to be honest like i only have one life i'm i'm just not going to take those odds and like and i feel like that's kind of <laughs> i wouldn't call it like a pussy mentality but it it require like it it, it it's um, argument mounted on well, let me ask you fear something, of, like fear well, of failure but yeah. i feel like it's a reasonable one okay well let me ask you something then like are like if you like if you had all the money and time in the world then what would you be pursuing well i would do something that you know i feel that i would only have the chance to do because i have money and success but like so what is it then like like just like something is it like something with the arts or what uh no i, I wouldn't say the art specifically that's just more of um an example um honestly I, I feel like i would be do better in the field of engineering or um something not creative but something project centered like computer science or uh man why are these all tech related there really is so much money in tech nowadays um but like something more like see that's creative. see that's that's where it is right like you want to like you want to be like in like say you want to be like an engineer or whatever like money so you can make it you can really make yeah, something well, your, your well career, like well like. I, I feel like people I feel like people put a lot of emphasis on on passion and and like, uh, oh, I want to do this because I'm interested. But at the core of interest is like personal interest. Like, sorry, at the core of interest is like personal gain, right? And what's more like tangible personal gain than money? So honestly, like, money is like a huge motivator. It's just this is how it is. Like, I feel like a lot of institutions and um, like scholarly uh, associations just like put too, way too much emphasis on personal drive. But like. That, that that is important to a certain degree um and i know like it's important to like follow your dreams or whatever but like all these motivators who tell like a crowd of people to like follow their dreams is like they do that knowing that there's like gonna be like one percent of those people succeed and to be honest like well the reason the only one percent of those people succeed is because only in my opinion only those one percent of people actually have like they're not lazy and they'll actually go out and do yeah. like, what they actually want to do right yeah so to be honest like until I find like my footing and until I'm certain that I'm that capable 1%, I'm not, I'm still like in the air about like my true direction. You know what I mean? Like, again, so that's like, what I mean by you can yeah. be a jack of all trades and then, and then you'll end up specializing okay, in okay. somewhere, right? And so I'm saying like that, that 1% is like a goal. It's like, you know, like my end goal of where I want to become. 
and then my like passions like come after that and my success because i feel like at that point i've just achieved like what i want to do you know what i mean yeah well how do you how do you how do you motivate how do, how do you motivate yourself how do you find yourself becoming that one percent like how do you envision how do you envision yourself becoming like that right like for example like, even in like something like lifting like powerlifting or something like you know like edward um he he was a very proficient power lifter like he had very good numbers and so how do you find yourself like getting to that level like how do you well let's see okay let's take lifting example right so i i personally feel like me me leon and edward we all have different um goals when it comes to physical fitness uh the, so uh let's uh, more broadly these guys are powerlifters and i would say i'm more of a bodybuilder so these goals these essentially what it means is just, these guys want to move a lot of weight and i want to improve the way i look um but the the what motivates me honestly is progress like looking in the mirror and, and seeing that i'm lifting better or i know this is uh tangentially related to like bodybuilding but like seeing my bench go up or seeing my like my lifts go up in general like that like it's like the locus of control you know like if you ever took psych it's like your your perceived capability to just like be competent in things you know like i feel like that's very important and that's like a true motivator and stuff and i feel like that like that capability is like the steps you want to take to becoming that one percent you know like um the under like the confidence and like the in your own skill set and your your abilities and your ability to adapt which is like very important nowadays because you know like jobs like careers and the future is just it's all changing, you know? Yeah, it's all very uncertain. And yeah, you're right. But I think another more, I think, more toxic side of uh, looking at this is like, you can compare yourself to other people. And that's, that's sometimes what I do. And, you know, that's, I know it's not healthy, but it's, it's something that I do, right? Like, if I look, I don't lift nearly as much as Edward did. But like, if I look at Edward and I was always be like, wow, look at him. Like, he can lift so much. So why can't I do it? So if, if he can do it, then of course you can do it, right? We're yeah. all, we're all, we're all people in the world. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that works two ways. Um, it, it's just a matter of perspective on um, comparison because comparison can work in a healthy way as well, you know? Like, like Edward right now, like, he's like a, like a skinny, how much you weigh? Like 73 kilograms. Like 70, 71. 71? Kilograms, yeah. 71 kilogram dude. Uh, he probably can't lift as much as he did in his prime, but the fact that, like, at one point, he was, like, even skinnier than that, and he, like, builds up to, like, his strength is, like, impressive. And, and I feel like that is, like, the healthy kind of comparison. You know what I mean? Let me actually speak on that. So, like, when I was lifting the most, I think I started out very passionate with powerlifting, right? But then I think it became more of, like, I got obsessed with the numbers and just became more of a chore to keep that up, right? And now I'm kind of just rediscovering, like... <laughs> my passion for the gym in general because i really lost that over this summer. okay well well now you're like demolishing so, my motivation that's crazy <laughs> but that's the thing right because like once you i think for me like once you focus so much on one thing whether that's work or, or if it's a hobby you kind of start to lose that passion because it becomes a chore yeah. you're working with it all day so i kind of have to agree with what you're saying max yeah like separating you your passion from your work or make, yeah. like making and, it such a big oh, thing in your life i have a i have a very personal example about this um so I really liked to, uh, uh, I really like to draw, for example. Um, I have a whole sketchbook. Um, I did do art class, but to be honest, I didn't do much. I kind of just screwed around and drew whatever. Um, but uh, my, my passion for like visual design was very strong. And um, usually I would just like draw whenever I felt like it as like a hobby. But um, I took a class uh, in my last year of high school and 
because I wanted to improve like my art, right? Obviously, like everyone wants to get better. Um, but what they did is they had a weekly quota. You had to like do five drawings in a week, and these drawings had to be like inked, and they had to be like they had to they kind of took like a creative element away where they started talking about like, uh, like you need to include these like undertones. You need to use this palette, and it just became so boring. Like. Like, my passion, which I actually liked for a while, like, and I, I wanted to do well, because this class was for my credit in uh, high school, like, I know, it's like last year of, of grade 12, but, like, I wanted to finish out doing something I liked, right? And I turned something I liked, like, my passion into something that just became, like, a chore, you know? Like, I started to really, like, dread having to do these weekly drawings back when, and this is, like, in a time, like, right after when I used to just, like, get home and be like, oh man, what am I gonna, what am I gonna make tonight, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm looking for inspiration, you know, uh, but like, it just felt dead after a while, and honestly, that can go for anything, like, not just a creative outlet, like Edward said, I feel like his looking example is very good, um, but, yeah, it, I, I hope that just helps, like, make more clear, like, my argument about keeping your personal interests separate from work, like, and it, it well, we can talk about passion, because, like, people talk about, like, their passion and their work, and I feel like passion and your work and personal interest and, like, other things can, like, coexist. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, passion in your work and passion and personal interest are very different. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can be, like, you can, let's say, like, you want to do, like, molecular biology or something. I have no idea what that is for me. But, like, someone, like, Leon might be really interested or you might be really interested in that. Or, like, if you have a personal interest, like, Oh, gym, I have like, a great point, yeah. Uh, like, Leon, like, okay, let's use Leon as an example. So, Leon, like... Yourself, you're, uh, what are you doing? Uh, what, for your med sci module, you want to do... No, it's just basic, I'm just doing, I'm just doing basic med sci and just... And okay, but, just but like, he's yeah. gonna, you're gonna do research eventually, right? It's like, yeah. this guy was a neuroscience student at one point, but he switched majors to do a dual major in psych, med sci, which I honestly think is harder than just taking a neuroscience module, but... No, it's, it's actually easier because, um, with... Yeah, okay, yeah major, we don't need to go into this. Okay. Anyways, it will just, it's easier, right? But, like, let's say, this guy's really into cars, right? Like, he has his own... Uh, like custom built manual car or whatever and I, it's really cool right but like let's say like later in his career he's a he's like uh has a phd he's doing some research um he's working on some really like groundbreaking pack of work like what's to say he can't have like a really nice car on the side like a like a like a souped up sylvia or something like you see this is what i'm saying like these two like he can get home from like his shift and when like on the spare time on his weekends he can like 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 you can like super like, you can take some old car chassis and mod them up and sell them or something and that's the hobby and that's the interest and then on monday he can go right back to work you know what i'm saying and it's nice car so that's what i'm saying these these two like these, these passion things they can coexist i'm, I'm gonna hand it back to edward because he was talking yeah um well i think like passion in work is kind of hard to have because like you know your passions change all the time like one day you can be into cars the other yeah. day you could be in, like into watches yeah. i feel into, like that's what i'm saying gym, like, right yeah like, jack of all trades is like exactly that's, that's so, that like, meaning when you choose like such a specific field to work yeah. in like what's not to say one day you wake up and you're like okay i don't like this as much right so it's like really you don't want to make your passion what yeah. you work with because like that's if you're true. working with it so much being exposed to it every day you just start to lose interest in it because yeah. you, you feel like you know everything about it or like just being oversaturated. You feel like you feel like you have like reached like a dead end. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think you guys are actually correct because you know before when I was young, I used to be, I used to have like a different interest like every other month or so because just because like I tried to like find out everything I could know. And, yeah, but that's when you're and, a kid though. Yeah, but of course, but like yeah, you get you get bored of things, right? So, 
but again like i i don't yeah. see why you can't like say like like if you're into like if you're into like cars if you're into like like research or whatever i don't see why you can't just make it into work and you can like there's people out there that that have been like doing their work for like over 20 30 years and they they love it right so again yeah like, but like i don't know man like you can obviously you can turn your passion to your work but like edward made a great point about your passions changing and i feel like that's a good point and one neat thing i do like about science uh stem in general is that your the earlier on you are in your research the easier it is to switch like your specialty like let's say like let's say like i'm in med school and i'm doing some cardiology research right and i suddenly realize like i don't know like I, I don't like gore, you know, like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm squeamish. <laughs> I can't do heart surgery or something. Uh, and you can, like, easily switch, uh, switch uh, what's called specializations. You can do, like, you can be like, boom, I don't want to do cardiology. Let's, let's, like, do some radiology instead or let's do, uh, like, dermatology or something. But, like, that, like, and that is neat, right? Like, having a flexible uh, career path. But you're, you're still, like, in that career path. Like, it's not like, it's going to be way difficult for you to switch from, like, uh, sorry, did I kill the mic? Oh, we're good. Okay. Uh, it's it's gonna be way difficult for that person to switch from like medicine to like, let's say like he suddenly wants to become, uh, a computer. Uh, okay, let's just say he suddenly wants to like do coding, right? And, like, yeah, you can. Like, let's okay. Hypothetically, this person is in med school. Yeah, you can drop out. You can of med school and uh do uh undergraduate in comp sci. But like, where does all that money go? Like, you've already sunk so much cost. And, like, I feel like this is, like, something that happens a lot in med school uh, is that people, like, they realize they don't really like medicine, but they're just in too deep. And, like, that's that's what, what happens a lot with med school. And that, that's the sunk cost fallacy, you know? They feel like they've invested so much they can't back down. And, but, honestly, I feel like it's not. Because, like, at that point, you, you don't really have a choice because you're in so much debt. You know? Dude, you know what I think? Like, I think it all ends up coming down to comparison. Like, it doesn't matter what field you're in. Like, you, you, you get into university and you choose a major at, like, what I would say is a pretty young age. Like, you're, you're 18, 19, 17 years old. Yeah. And you're pretty much deciding your whole future on that. And, like, if you decide halfway through, like, you want to, you don't want to do that anymore, you're still comparing yourself to others and you're going to think, okay, now I'm going to be behind or I'm going to have less money or I'm going to have less job security if i do switch yeah but, but isn't that true though exactly yeah so that's a problem because like comparison comparison is just like terrible for you like it's a peak of joy right and if you just keep comparing people people to yourself and you just kind of lose that passion like i, I don't know how like it's just fucking terrible man yeah yeah like like i agree yeah like comparing like comparing yourself like because this is what i always do like in my family, like, we always end up, like, my parents always end up comparing me to, like, my friends or whatever. And, you know, like, it just made me feel terrible. Like, yeah, comparison really is a thief of joy. Yeah, and, like, just going on LinkedIn, man. Like, you have, like, I had, like, an internship during this. I, I don't have LinkedIn for this exact reason. Exactly. Like, LinkedIn sucks. Like, you ha <laughs> like, you have a job and everything, but you look at what other people are doing. You're like, I feel like I'm underachieving still. I feel like LinkedIn is such, like, an ego boost, like, pretentious fake. Personally, like, I understand that it's important for job application, but I wish there was, like, a LinkedIn platform. This might sound stupid, but I honestly wish there was a LinkedIn platform that wasn't social. So you could, like... Because it, it, it's, like, it's it's about, like, connecting your supervisors and your former employee... Your former, uh like, higher-ups that you worked under, like, let's say if you're an internship or let's say you were at uh doing, uh like, some stint at, like, a real estate... Like I don't know, one of my friends in one of my friends in uh 
pharmacology. They they already did real estate this summer, and they want to keep in ta- contact with their uh their supervisor and stuff, right? And that's cool. That's that's good for LinkedIn. But like, why does it have to be like so, like a basically like a social media platform? Like that's what I find like really weird about LinkedIn personally. Well, that's what everything turns out to be, right? Because like you like, can you really be calling it like this? Is why like like social media platforms like Instagram, like Facebook, all that they're just they're just a lot more popular than like when like since like email came out, right? So it's, it's everyone, like people want to be social. So I feel like that's why, like, I feel like if you, it's know, impossible like, to have like a platform, yeah. like where you, where you just like connect, like, like, yeah, sure. But it's never going to be popular. That's why it's yeah, never well, going to what, what I'm saying, but like, this is your job, right? Like you don't have to game. Like, I feel like it's like, ga- I feel like LinkedIn, like kind of like gamifies or like, like, me, like 100%. socialifies, like what should be a purely professional thing. You know what I mean? Like it kind of turns it into like a competition. Like, I like, think. It ties back to whatever it says. End of the day, it's just like everyone wants power. What I've noticed with like posts or something, like they want that engagement and like they can be like a micro influencer on LinkedIn. Yeah. It, it, it's think, like, it's like, it's kind of like just showing off. Yeah, like they love to show off and they just think they're on top of the world being like <laughs> having like over 500 connections. Bro, bro, these like, these, like, these cringe like Ivy, AFM, like accounting kids are like, they're like posting stuff that they're like tangentially related to. Mm-hmm. it's it's so like I, and it, it's not it's like pandering to like whoever's like organizing whatever they're posting about and also like boosting their like their their status and their like their their like self-perception of like their status at the same time it, it, it's like a it's like a like a like a double-edged sword but like you're holding the double edge <laughs> well like unfortunately i think that's what just like people want right to just like to just like show off and show other people like you're like you're better than them or you're being so successful right that's i think that's just that's just how people are right look like instagram like people always only post like 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 the good moments of their life right people will only post like what where they go on vacation or what and then they they never show the other side of them where they're like working hard or like yeah uh yeah uh the, the long and short of it is just like your work and your connections should not be like a competition like i feel like that's what linkedin turns it into and uh bottom line just, that stuff is cringe i personally think it's like stupid and so is edward i guess that's why would you have, do you have a linkedin yeah i have a linkedin i don't have one i, I think, feel like it's never needed i think for med side you don't really need it like med side if you're trying to be a doctor like you're just a good mcat like yeah whatever well well that, that's like pre-med but like it, it is important to keep in contact with your professors but yeah, I, I just like, email. I just I, email them. I don't have any of my professors on LinkedIn. I think, of all my connections, I don't like. I, I don't actually know them personally at all. Yeah. Like it's just like people spam the connect button. With <laughs> yeah, so right? Them. Like you have one thing in common. You both go to Western University. Oh, okay. I know you now. You're a connection, right? So I think it's like completely useless for me. But I, everyone has it, and I haven't gotten any opportunities because of it. So, well, I think that's where your connection quality really matters, right? Like, see, me personally, I think I find LinkedIn, like, very useful. Like, maybe because I'm just, like, one of those people who are adding to, you know, like, the show-off and stuff like that. But, like, I, I don't know, man. Like I, like, I feel like that's where, like, it really counts, where you have to make good friends, and then those become the connections, right? It's really easy. Like, again, like Max said, it's really, it's really gamified, and it's really easy to just randomly add people and, and just, like, call that a connection. But I think, like, a real connection is where you make friends with someone and stuff. And, and to be honest, we really, we do go to, like, a very social-centric school, like, um, from three guys who go to the school with the best business program in Canada. Ivy, you know, and and three well, from three guys who are like 
<laughs> from three guys in a room who like none of us are in it as well but we have tons of friends in the program i feel like it's easy to just point and laugh at this kind of stuff but i mean i, I respect leon for like understanding like the the connecting and the, the the coffee chat side of things you know like that i feel like that stuff does have like a a, a, a place to exist but maybe not for us you know what i mean maybe for leon more <laughs> well i mean yeah like i mean like coming like because we're all like pretty you know we're we're not business people here right so yeah <clears throat> um so yeah we we talked about a lot of uh a lot of motivation a lot of uh general life stuff today and personally that's not the like uh, tying this back to when we talked about our, our podcast it's, it's not like the type of stuff i like to look for for podcasts um most of my podcasts are just like lads talking about dumb stuff <laughs> nothing nothing too like interesting like like these guys are into science and politics like political podcasts and stuff but i feel like you can just chat about that with your friends personally it's like i, I feel like podcasts are like kind of dangerous to a certain degree that in that they are like if they are covering a topic that's too personal to you then it can become like parasocial you, you, you guys know what that means like where you start to like develop a relationship with or honestly this this can be a topic for another time like what, what i'm trying to say is that we covered a lot of uh really um profound stuff about you know our motivations our, our life uh careers work um and that's just not like my the, the kind of thing is i watch podcasts for so we, we can talk about something more dumb fun next time but we hope you enjoyed like the the first bit of our new podcast and hi to leon here yeah so um again um my name is leon um this is our first episode so hope you enjoyed yeah yeah, yeah and i'm edward i think this is a very good experience for me i think like talking about it with the boys was, i think it was like I took away quite a bit from it. It's nice to talk to people, right? Yeah, being able to talk. Because yeah. Yeah, a lot of conversations go unrecorded, and there are some great ideas thrown around, so having an outlet for that, um, as of having an outlet for that, it's just great, you know? And uh, I'm really glad that Leon brought this to us. And I, yeah, I think, like, I never really thought about my passions or, like, what motivates me before without, like... Yeah. I didn't really sit down and think about it or talk about it. Like, this has been allowing me to... Well, that's just you because you don't talk to people. <laughs> but, oh. like, but, like, people do... Like, personally, I do talk about this stuff. It's just it's never recorded. So, but like, it's nice to just put our ideas out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. Sorry, sorry for roasting you, Edward. You guys want to see my drawings? I just finished. Okay. Well, yeah. These are good drawings, man. Like, they're actually... Well Dude, thought no, out. no. Th those are, like, th those are the earlier ones. You should just skip to the end. Like, that... Oh, but this is... <laughs> I've never been into drawing, but like I see all those like, like I'm not sure what you call it, with, like yeah, like allies. Allies. Just go to the end. You're going over like my the schizophrenic part of my. Life. I think C one is in there. I have a lot of uh, a lot of it. Honestly, with bodybuilders, it's easy because you can see, you can like see like.